Good morning. The Gauteng Department of Education says the number of pupils sexually assaulted at the AB Kuma Primary in Soweto, south of Johannesburg, allegedly by a scholar patroller, has increased to 87. Gauteng Education MEC Panyaza Sufi says the pupils are receiving counselling. The department said that it would mon- that it would continue to monitor the situation. On Thursday, the department confirmed that the principal and entire senior management had been removed from the school with immediate effect. A 60-year-old fraudster has been sentenced in the Belleville Specialized Commercial Crimes Court to eight years imprisonment for duping three banks out of vehicle finance worth over 1.4 million rand. The accused, Michael Philander, entered into a plea and sentencing agreement with the state. The National Prosecuting Authority has welcomed the sentence. Sagri Chetty reports. Six-year-old Philander, who was unemployed at the time of the crime, scammed the banks by applying for vehicle finance with fraudulent salary slips and bank statements. The applications for the vehicles were made between November and December 2014. Through his fraudulent scheme, he bought himself a VW Golf GTI, two Land Rovers and an Audi A5. The father of three who lives with his parents-in-law was sentenced to eight years imprisonment, of which five years has been suspended, on condition that he does not commit any other fraud. Segui SABC News, Western Cape. All campuses at the Cape Peninsula University of Technology will reopen next week. Activities were suspended on Tuesday afternoon following ongoing protests over fees, accommodation and workers' issues. An independent external chairperson had earlier this week found four students guilty of being involved in campus disruptions. They were expelled, but it's been suspended for 12 months. CPUT says it is doing everything possible to secure the safety of students and staff, as well as their property and university infrastructure. CPUT spokesperson Lauren Kansley. All CPUT campuses will reopen on Wednesday, the 18th of October. The break will allow management to continue to engage with all university stakeholders, including student leaders, and to finally bring an end to this impasse. And finally, U.S. President Donald Trump has said he will not certify Iran's compliance with the 2015 International Nuclear Nuclear Treaty. He says Iran has been guilty of multiple violations of the treaty and says he will work with Congress and U.S. allies to repair what Trump calls its many flaws. However, Trump says if this does not happen, he will use his executive powers to terminate U.S. participation in the deal. We will not continue down a path whose predictable conclusion is more violence, more terror, and the very real threat of Iran's nuclear breakout. That is why I am directing my administration to work closely with Congress and our allies to address the deal's many serious flaws so that the Iranian regime can never threaten the world with nuclear weapons. For Good Up FM News, I'm Andrew Chair Peterson.